What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. everyone, my name is Deandra and I'm the host of Deandra Nicolette, the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. If you are a regular listener or if it's your first time here, welcome. I'm happy to have you. So I'm super excited to have you join me for episode six. And again, as I said in episode five, I cannot believe we're already on episode six. So super excited about that. Today, we're going to be talking about self-love and what it means to truly practice self-love and self-care, or at least in my opinion. But before I start, I actually want to let you guys know, um, so I ordered these amazing Oracle cards online on Amazon. They're the Rebecca Campbell Work Your Light Oracle cards, and they are super, super pretty. If you're into like tarot, oracle cards, all that spiritual jazz, you're going to love this. Um, I urge you to look into these cards if you don't have them in your collection already. But I wanted to pull a card for kind of the collective for everyone who is listening to this podcast right now and just share a message for you guys. And it's so funny because I did the same thing on my Instagram this morning. I pulled two cards and I basically had folks pick A or B and then whatever like card they picked, they would have a, a message that would, you know, resonate with like their situation or kind of like what they were going through or what question they had or whatever, just kind of today's message. And literally the same exact card or one of the same cards that I pulled this morning came out today when I was asking for a message for you guys. So it's very clear that this message is very potent. It's definitely something that our guides, the universe, um, want us to know. So this is a card that says deep replenishment, retreat, rest, and be held. So just kind of a card that really emphasizes the fact that rest is needed. We need to take some time to actually retreat. Um, I like to think of this as Netflix and chill and just rest and honestly just kind of like recharge. And um, I'm in Boston. So right now we're having a snowstorm this weekend. And I feel like this weekend is just a perfect weekend for that kind of like rest, meditation, um, retreat. And I think it's also perfect too, because it goes hand in hand with what we're going to be talking on this um, episode today. So 
I just wanted to share that message with you guys. If it resonates with you, go ahead and let me know on Instagram. Come find me and DM me. I uh, I want to do some of these like card pulls, you know, once every, like, or I think every podcast, I think it would be cool to do a card pull. Let me know what you think of that idea. And yeah, okay, so let's go ahead and kind of jump into it. Actually, really quick, <laughs> another quick announcement. So before I jump into the juicy details of what you guys need to know about self-care, I wanted to let you guys know that I have created a self-care slash self-love outline or letter outline for you guys. So it's basically a fill-in-the-blank love letter to yourself. It's a PDF and it guides you through some simple thought starters that help you to uncover some wins that you have when it comes to self-care, your self-love journey, ways to set boundaries in your life and relationships with others, and also set a few promises to yourself about what you'll be doing to uphold your self-care and self-love journey moving forward. So I think that once we kind of get through this episode, it'll make a lot more sense as to why this letter would be helpful for you to have. But if you're interested in grabbing the outline, go ahead and click the link in the show notes. I'll have it down there to grab your free copy. So, all right, now that I filled you guys in on both the card pull for today and uh, that free um, letter outline that I've created for you guys, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Okay. So I feel like self-love and self-care have become, okay, so I feel like self-love and self-care have become such popular terms. Um, It's like, it's kind of like how mindfulness has become like really mainstream and popular. And I feel like everyone's using this term. And I think it's a good thing because it means that a lot of people are becoming more conscious to the fact that practicing self-love and practicing self-care are very important when it comes to the quality of life that you're living. But I think it's also important to understand what that means exactly. And I mean, I'm I'm all the way here for a good facial, 32-ounce bottle of water, and a movie on Netflix to relax. And I know that for me personally, that is a way of practicing kind of some self-care and self-love. But I think there is definitely more to those two things than some of these more external acts that we tend to think about when someone says, hey, are you practicing self-care? Or hey, like, are you practicing self-love? So one act of self-care and self-love that has proven to be a total life changer for me personally is the act of setting boundaries. So if you're anything like me, then you can be a people pleaser at times. I tend to want everyone to be happy and I also want everyone to be happy with me and I care deeply for others and I find myself often bending over backwards to help someone else feel more comfortable more good just just overall better about themselves and cared for but here's the thing about this kind of behavior it can often lead to feeling burnt out, feeling neglected by myself, or, or just plain exhausted, honestly, just like super tired and, and kind of over it, especially if you're used to giving and giving and giving. And not to say you don't receive, but it is, you know, you're constantly giving and it's like you're letting your cup kind of pour, like fall over and pour out and you're not allowing yourself to really fill your cup back up. And as much as you want to care for others because you're a good person, maybe you're empathetic, maybe you really feel for people, think about it this way. 
if you don't care for yourself first, how will you ever have the energy and the capacity to care for others in the way you'd like to? So if you've ever taken a flight anywhere, they always have that little speech at the beginning where the flight attendant is talking about like all the safety procedures and stuff like that. And one of the procedures that they mention often is related to the oxygen mask. So they tell you if for some reason the plane loses like pressure, I think it's like if it loses air pressure um, and the oxygen masks release, like they fall down from like the ceiling of the plane, then you have to first put your mask on before helping anyone else with their mask. And that includes before helping any kids, any elderly, anyone with special needs who might need um, a little bit of help putting on that mask, just anyone in general, they advise that you put your mask on before someone else's or before helping someone else and that's to really emphasize the idea that in order to be able to help other people you have to first make sure that you are good like you have to make sure that your cup is full that you're taken care of that you've given to yourself first and that's not you know being selfish that's just making sure that you're in a place where you're able to give the best of you or give um give well to other people by first making sure that you're all set. So setting boundaries for yourself is a very integral part of self-care and self-love. It's important to know where you draw the line when it comes to interactions with others. That way you don't allow yourself to take on more than you can handle in any specific interaction with another person. So as someone who's very caring, it's super important for me personally to set boundaries. Sometimes my caring nature allows me to draw in people who need help, people who want advice, uh, people who want guidance. And if I don't personally set clear boundaries with myself and with these other people, I can often find myself doing the most and feeling incredibly frustrated and drained. As much as boundaries are important when it comes to self-care or practicing self-care and practicing self-love, I think one of the most important parts of uh, self-care and self-love is becoming conscious of the way that you self-sabotage yourself. And this, I feel like, is one that is not talked about very often when it comes to when it comes to these two things. As much as you love yourself or as much as you consciously say that you love yourself, there are always going to be subconscious programs that are continuously running in your mind, allowing you to sabotage yourself in certain areas of your life. One of the things that I noticed about myself in particular is that I self-sabotage by not being consistent. And... When it comes to certain goals, I don't fully commit myself. I don't take consistent, inspired action, and I allow myself to play it small so that when things don't work out, I can say, oh, well, I didn't really try my best, so of course it wasn't going to work out. This type of uh, sabotage is actually called self-handicapping, and it's basically, um, let me give you guys an example. So imagine you have an exam and you're afraid of failing. Or sometimes you can even be afraid of like what happens if you pass with flying colors and what happens after that. But let's imagine that you're afraid of failing the exam. You don't study as much as you need to. 
And if you do fail the exam, you have an excuse prepared. You say, you know, I didn't study as hard as I like could have, or I know I could have studied harder and that's why I failed. So it's almost like you have an excuse prepared or you like act Um, You take certain actions so that if it doesn't work out, you have an excuse prepared to say, oh, well, I totally saw this coming because I didn't really put my foot or put my all into this or do my best or study hard enough or whatever it is. So part of self-care is coming to recognize these behaviors and understanding why you're repeating them. Why are you allowing yourself to play small? Why are you not fully committing to your goal? Why are you sabotaging yourself and not allowing yourself to step into your power? And these are definitely questions that could take weeks, months, years to answer because a lot of this stuff is subconscious. A lot of this stuff is not just you saying, oh, I I do it because of this. And it's kind of like the super surface reason. A lot of the stuff is really buried deep within and stuff that we have ingrained. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but between the ages of like zero, zero, it's, it's like a weird age, like zero, um, between the ages of like zero and seven, you're in, your mind is in uh, like a theta state. And so you're in a place where you're picking up all the programming you're going to learn in your life. Or Okay, that sounds really, I think I'm like saying it weird, but basically you're internalizing and you're picking up a lot of this programming. So a lot of folks, once they um, past the age of seven, a lot of their habits, their beliefs, their understandings and perceptions of the world have already been created and they're just essentially repeating what they know what they know and this is all subconscious. So you're repeating these things and until you can become conscious of the subconscious beliefs that you have and actually change the ones that you don't like or reprogram your um, beliefs in your mind in your mindset, you're going to keep repeating these things. So again, these questions of like, why are you allowing yourself to play small? Why are you not fully committing? These are questions that they may not have a very simple answer. They may actually have a very deep underlying subconscious answer. But I think that the first step and the most important step, if not, um, you know, the most important step is obviously like rewriting those beliefs. But I guess the second most important step or equally as important as that is actually shining a light on those behaviors, shining a light on the way that you sabotage yourself and understanding that you need to change these behaviors, you need to change these actions in order to change your life. And as much as we like to blame circumstance or other people or just like shitty events that happen in life here's the thing no one can stop you from having what is supposed to be yours except for you and I think that once you internalize that belief and act accordingly it becomes a little bit easier to take responsibility for your problematic habits like self-sabotage it becomes a little bit easier to actually practice the internal self-love and self-care acts just as much as you practice the external. So that is a really big one for me because personally, I feel that 
once you actually start to recognize these behaviors and move forward to changing your habits and understanding why and really digging deep, I think that is such a practice of self-love and self-care because you're really, really focusing on who you are as an individual. And that's something that I don't, I mean, no face mask has ever solved for me. I'll just put it that way. So of course, I'm all the way here for a good face mask. I'm, I'm saying, I'm just saying, I'm here for a face mask. I'm here for some champagne. I'm here for some Netflix and chill and some chocolate. I just had some hot chocolate tonight for dinner. It was so good. Oh my God. Anywho, <laughs> um, I want to say thank you guys for joining me for yet another episode. Even though six episodes may seem small to some people, or like a low number, to me it truly represents my commitment to this podcast and my commitment to practicing self-love by eliminating beliefs and actions that have stopped me from being consistent in the past. So I'd love to hear what are some of your favorite self-love and self-care rituals or habits. Come find me on Instagram. I'll link my Instagram down below. It's just at DeAndre Nicolette. Let me know. And oh, don't forget to download your free copy of the love letter or the love letter to yourself outline. You can find the link in the show notes down below. And until then, I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. I'm actually about to go sleep. It's literally almost 1am right now and I just felt super super inspired to actually come on here and talk to you guys about self-love and self-care but I hope you enjoyed the episode and I will talk to you very soon uh I think yeah that's it okay bye guys What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest visit, a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary and this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays so if you're curious about bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful amazing beautiful souls head to my website for more information themanifestly.com events visit the link in the show notes and yeah let's let's hang out in bali